Pints and Pies podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Al and there's Daniel and this guy Mike Eagle is there as well. Tights and Pies podcast. Tights and Tights and fights. That's great. That was. I think every lyric was spot on. Yeah, I just felt like you were working through something, and I was gonna let it happen. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm the dressed there is, the dressed there was, and the dressed that there ever will be, Danielle Radford. I like that. Well done, Julian. Um, I am joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, the Kelk of the Ring, Lindsay Kelk. <laughs> I, I, if that had not been me, that would have been so weird. It would have been kind of weird. <laughs> And it is the Lord of the Pants, Mike mm-hmm. Eagle. Yep, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. You do have on amazing pants today. I wish everyone could see. Strong pants. I, they will, because okay. we take a picture. Yeah, I'm going to do a handstand in this <laughs> yes. picture. Please, so please do can, a handstand, because yeah. Lord knows I'm not getting that butt up there. Um, we did not get to have both of you on the show last week when AEW premiered on TNT, and so we're two episodes in with another episode airing tonight after we finish recording. Like I said, guys, we're going to fucking figure something out. Um, but we did want to get your impressions, so what have you thought of AEW so far? I just love it a lot. <laughs> I just love having a, a weekly television show that is wrestling uh-huh. that doesn't make me angry. Right. That's 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 really cool. <laughs> it does. It feels like weird to to because obviously like we're still pop culture critics or whatever, um, and so we still talk about like the things that worked and the things that didn't. Mm-hmm. But I think the thing like it's all a lot of it is very petty. It's like hey, this is like a small thing that they could tweak or whatever. But it's also like it's nice to not be surprised when something's working. Right. Yeah. It's honestly, it gives me hope for everything else in the world that I no longer mm-hmm. have faith in. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I used to love this. This is how I used to feel about all of these things. Right. And I'm like, maybe everything else can be saved too. Yeah. Not necessarily by Tony Khan, but like by good people. It's a me- it's by uh, money. Yeah. It's by money. Just throw money. At yeah. I guess money. if you give money to the right people, yeah. it's not always bad. Right. Not always. Not always. Yeah. But that never happens. Um. And so, Lindsay, uh, so both of us are watching uh, AEW and NXT. Yes. Um, how have you been? For, so first off, what is your method for watching since the um, So far, it's been scramble and panic. Uh, <laughs> because there's so much wrestling. I don't know if you know this. There's so much. Uh, and it's I really, great, but it's, it's, a lot. it's a brilliant time to be a wrestling fan. I don't understand anyone who would say otherwise. I think it's this is a fantastic time to be a fan because what's better in the world than to have choices? And we suddenly have choices. And it's like, oh my God, we've been asking for this for so long. So like, yay. So that's great. Um, yeah, it's been a rough, I've been out of schedule for a few weeks because I married a boy. And, um, you did? Oh God, it takes so he was, long. He's, he was a man, right? He is a man. Okay, just wanted to make yeah, sure. Yeah, I married, I married <laughs> a boy. Just legally. I wanted to I make sure you weren't boy. confessing to a crime. It's jungle boy. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, that takes time. And that put me off schedule for everything. 
I've just been grabbing wrestling when I can. Yeah. Also, I have married a man who I made a wrestling fan, which oh. was a real fuck up because now I can't watch it unless he he's there. He's oh. done the whole like, don't watch it without me. No, 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 no. Obviously, I did, but like, don't tell him. I'm not gonna tell. He's not gonna listen to this, is he? No. He's very busy. At the no, moment. none of our significant others do. They not don't. Listen to it's our weird stuff. for them. No. Why don't you designate Allegedly. one of the many? shows there are to be you guys' watch together show and make well, that the one you want to watch the least. The two that he Ooh. wants to watch are AEW and NXT and that's the two that I, I want to watch. I see. So I've been watching my New Japan on my own. Mm. I get to watch my New Japan. Nana gets her stories. <laughs> uh, and we both decided that we don't care for Raw or SmackDown, uh, which is really annoying because I'm like, you want to watch SmackDown? You're like, no, let's watch NXT. So I'm like, I don't want to save NXT. But what we have been doing is watching AEW live and saving NXT Thursday or Friday. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Just because, like, I like I love NXT. NXT. NXT is great. I don't worry about the success of them. Right. They are going to be fine. No they don't necessarily what. need your support. They don't need my live support. Like, right. no. they need numbers, but they don't need it to be, like, the live stuff. No, because they're used to being... On, on demand. I don't think mm-hmm. it's going to change the world for them if they get the next day, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be fine. Whereas AEW, they, they need it. Yeah. Luckily, my boyfriend's family has cable, so I am able to use their password to log on to their TNT. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great because I am a cord cutter, a.k.a. I can't afford cable. I use the YouTube TV. Really? Oh, and they have the, like they have the TNT on there. It's good. I am on a Hulu person. I think it's 50 a month or something like that. Yeah, but you get everything, right? You get a lot of stuff. You get everything I want. And you can get family to like chip in and all contribute together. Yeah, Yeah, we've done Hulu. We were a Sling family. We are now a Hulu Live family, so we could get the SmackDown, Mm -hmm. which doesn't even feel like that good of a decision. Uh, (laughs) But the same as like 50 bucks. You get all of the things. Yeah, Yeah, that's not too bad. All right, so now we're going to get into some Dynamite. I didn't. I was gonna commit to the Jimmy Walker, and then I, and then I flubbed it at the I end. I heard you approach you know, it and I, then completely bail. No, and then I swerved because I remembered that he used to fuck Ann Coulter, and so I'm not gonna do oh. that to myself. I see. But now you've made us remember that he used to fuck Ann Coulter. Yeah, think of that for a second. While I can't finish reading these, you just keep thinking about I Jimmy JJ Walker. But no, just, just smashing <sighs> Ann Coulter's cheeks. Oh my gosh! <laughs> just clapping their cheeks hard. Oh, that's about as bad as uh, Glenn Rice and Sarah Palin. Oh, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Side note, does Jimmy American Walker now? eat booty? Okay. Um, what? What? <laughs> I never get to be horny. Everyone else is always horny on it's Maine. It's 2019 I'm now. That's what every podcast Maine. is. That's the question on every single podcast I listen to. It doesn't matter what that podcast is about. It's very disturbing. <laughs> Whether or not someone eats butts. That's, that's all I hear these days. 2019. Butts, butts, butts. Butts, butts, butts. Anyway. I'm listening to all the wrong podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about the October 9th episode of AEW Dynamite. The biggest event was the official debut of champion Chris Jericho's Inner Circle. These are my closest confidence. These are my friends. This is my inner circle. We are the inner circle, baby. Baby. And we're taking control of AEW. No matter who thinks they're in charge around here, we're in charge now. You know what's gonna happen to you? I'm gonna beat the ever-living shit Ooh. out of you. He jumped us as That went right through me. <laughs> <laughs> Go, and then we're gonna walk the streets of Baltimore, and we're gonna have a little bit of the bubbly. 
Yes. Uh, and you're going to get robbed again. <laughs> we are the inner look, circle. Y'all look very robbable. You're welcome. God, you remember what a happy wrestling crowd sounded like? I know. It's amazing. All right. So it's LAX, uh, Sammy Guevara, and Jake whatever, led by Jericho. <laughs> what do you think of this concept? Uh, fuck that dude. I hate that dude. I hate that he's back on my wrestling television. I know. You hate him? Why do you hate him? I don't... I oh, don't... he MAGA. Is he MAGA. really? He's legit? MAGA, MAGA. Oh, I thought that was just a character. <laughs> no. Now, Trump called him before one of his fights, and like it's that kind of relationship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's going over for Big Macs. Like, it's it's not good. Ugh. It's not a good look. That's I disgusting. did appreciate Jericho trying to defuse it. In yeah. his promo, and oh, he I thought was that like, was brilliant. I thought that was really smart. That he was like, oh, "Hey, I know you guys might have an issue with this guy because of this, but that's not real." But we were all sat there, we were like, "But it is." Though. No, it's real. We <laughs> we have Twitter. You worked yourself into a shoot, brother. <laughs> it was so confusing. Um, oh, so I sad. I appreciate Jericho. I really think it was Jericho doing his best work. So he, he was amazing. I'm in for that. Yeah. I am so into Jericho being the top guy um, that it, it's it's the best. He's doing some amazing stuff here. He's like giving me uh, Ric Flair on NWA, mm. uh, NWA old studio show vibes. Yes. You know, he just comes out and everything he does looks important. Okay, so my son is allowed to watch wrestling now. <gasps> what? Oh my, all, oh my God. All we watch is AEW. Aww. That's the and one. His <laughs> little insights are amazing. <laughs> he says that Chris Jericho is the Thanos of AEW. Oh. I respect that. Yeah. Is your son allowed to come on podcasts and share his little thoughts? I won't talk about booty hole. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah. We will We will have, all right. Actually, wanna... but we do this while he's in schools. <laughs> so oh. I don't know if that's going to work. Really we we'll just all go to school. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, miss. We'll do it Throw your homework in the trash. It's going to talk about wrestling. <laughs> I will take a chair us? shot. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a chair shot in front of the class. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we'll do. It'll well, be if, great. One of these days, if we ever do like a weekend, or a bonus pod. Um, I want that, and that will mark I probably the only time I don't cuss on this podcast. Right. So it's very exciting. We all have goals. I love it. <laughs> uh, so then later on, Jericho and Sammy took on Dustin Rhodes and Adam Page. What did you think of that match? I enjoyed it. I I, I don't. I feel bad. So to me, this I was talking about this with a friend. I'm like, it feels like you know when you finally start dating someone who's not a psycho, mm -hmm. and your friends are like, oh my god, tell me all the stories. And I'm like. There really aren't any stories. I'm just like, we just have a lovely time and I we like do. being with them. That's how I feel about AEW. I'm like, for the most part, I'm like, you know what? We just hang out. We have a great time. I feel great <laughs> yeah. afterwards and they feel great afterwards. I, I know when they're going to call me. Right. I don't have to worry that they're going to let me down next week. I'm just, I'm living in this moment where I think it's all pretty good. And I loved that match. I love, I love Dustin. I love I Dustin. Love Dustin. Yeah. Dustin's so much. I just, I'm so happy he's getting this. I want this for him. Did you guys listen to his Jericho? There's another podcast by the, a man called Chris Jericho. Wow. Um, we I know. Those other I podcasts. know. No, there Thanos is one. has a podcast. Yes, but you should tell your son. Although, don't because, yeah. like, unless he wants to know about reptile people or oh, various man, we, conspiracy theories, that's not for him. My son has that. He has that in him. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, let's not lead him way, to it. Yeah. Let's wait for him to find it on his own in the second year of college on YouTube. Um, but yeah, I he gave the most beautiful interview where he he was so honest and raw and vulnerable and. Ooh, I want this. You would love it. I, I did crying. I was walking Aww. around Marks and Spencers in England while I was on my book tour having a cry <laughs> <laughs> about Dustin Rhodes' podcast. Um, 
I just, it makes me so happy. And I feel like he's doing good work. I don't feel like it's, he's being thrown a bone. I feel like he's working really hard. Oh no, he earned all of this. It just is all so magical and it, everything makes me happy. I love Sammy Guevara. So much. What a great heel. Panda or no panda. Love what that boy. a great heel. Um, so then now we've got uh, Darby Allen is in the main title picture after he beat Jimmy Havoc. So do you see Darby as like a uh, as a consistent main eventer? It's interesting watching him get shot up like this because he went from like, you know, it, not that he's like, you know, bottom of the card, like fucking jobber. But watching a company just go full on and strap a rocket to him has been very interesting. I feel kind of weird about this one because I love him and mm-hmm. I am enjoying his work and mm-hmm. I think he's doing really well. Um the weird thing about this to me is it's one of those title matches that seems not to mean so much because we already know full gear is coming yeah. and that we have Jericho's match against Cody. So I don't see this as being a match that he's going to win. But then I'm like, you know, if I know you're not going to win, I want to know where the storytelling right. is in this. Right. Which that makes me interested. And from the surface point of view, it, it seems like a weird flex to like let's put him in a title match that we know everyone knows he will not win right but at the same time where's the storytelling i'm excited to see what they do with him my son thinks darby allen is the best the best in which case i think he's the best (laughs) (laughs) jump on that bandwagon we were were, i was driving him to school today he's like darby allen he's a good guy but he's a savage (laughs) he should get that on his shirt yeah is it the skateboard it's the skateboard, yeah, but it's also skateboard. it's also the wrestling style. Like he was really caught up in. Was it? I think it was Darby's match with Cody, where he was like mm-hmm. bending Cody's mm-hmm. fingers and mm-hmm. stomping on it, like mm-hmm. headbutting his fingers. Like he was really into all that that kind of jazz. <laughs> that violence, yeah. That straight up violence. The straight up violence. <laughs> the good guy violence. Yeah. He's really into the good guy violence. Oh, this is now just a podcast all about your son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And no, that's fine. Yeah, tights and sons. I'm into it. Let's do it. <laughs> Um, so speaking of main eventers, like your son. Oh my god! Uh, sorry, kids discovering wrestling is like my happy place. It is pretty fucking. Awesome. It's pretty great. Um, speaking of main eventers, let's talk about John Moxley versus Sean Spears. Uh, so, what did you think about Mox's debut? Um, I like his little shorts. <laughs> where I stand on Mox. Uh, do we also? I'm going to throw this in because it's not on the script. I don't think, but Mox is New Japan. Oh, news! Did we all see this? That's a bummer. Mox had to vacate his New yeah, Japan US title because the typhoon. Because of a typhoon, he couldn't fly in because they don't let you fly in when a typhoon. No, and they took its title. And yeah. I mean, I know there were some it people was that have, were. Yeah, he wasn't going to keep it. Exactly. But... Some people were saying this was because he signed with AEW, but I don't think it was. I think New Japan has precedent for doing this New Japan mm. cares about things like titles like and showing up. rules yeah. and yeah. laws like remember when WWE had a rule that was like you have to defend your title every is it every three months every 90 days oh yeah that's cute it was like Jack Tunney days or yeah. something yeah. Right? that's funny it's adorable yeah. um, but New Japan like see that shit through um, but I don't think it's gonna hurt John because I think Mox is golden where yeah. he is Mox is, Mox is doing just fine. I did like the shorty shorts. What do you think? Do you like the shorty shorts or do you like the grimy long tights? Grimy? Uh, wait a minute. I don't remember what the grimy long tights. All I remember is the action jeans. And yeah, action jeans. Yeah. I hate the jeans. And, I hate the jeans. Uh, were they jeans? They were, they were jeans. Okay. The old, yeah, the, the Ambrose jeans. Yeah, they oh. were action jeans. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ambrose jeans. He had like week he longer tights oh, yeah, in New Japan, fine. I think. Yeah. I just, it all makes me think of his explanation when he was Ambrose and he was talking about why he wore jeans because he was saying that this is like modern street combat. And then like, oh, now he's wearing little tiny biker shorts. Yeah, okay. you are. <laughs> That's what street combat looks like. I know. I he looks so. like he just came from Soul Cycle, but like badass Soul Cycle. <laughs> oh. 
Like, he looks like he's about cycle. to fight. He looks like he's about to fight Electro Rocket and Alley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm gonna get in these Breaking Two references anytime that I can. Um, so, did you do you want to see more Pac in the mix between Kenny and Moxley? Yeah. I always want to see. I want to see Pac in the mix of everything. Yeah, I, I if too. I like, I'm going to the opticians later, and if he's there, I'll be pleased. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that's how I feel about Pac. It's pretty great. Yeah. Always use more Pac. Yeah, Pac. Always. Pack, 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 pack. I don't, man. It sucks. I wish His I didn't. His name's Ben. Yeah. Like, can we just call, just call him, him Ben? Let's just call him Ben. <laughs> like, we should just ben. call him Ben here. We'll know. That's what, what we his mean. mother wishes wishes him to be known as. I respect his mother's wishes. His mama named him Ben. I'ma call him Ben. Um. Oh, and have you come around more onto Spears after these two matches? Or are you still looking for something to kind of get psyched no, about? I just he's the he's the black hole for it for me. That I just I can't connect. I don't know what it is. I. Every time he comes on, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, this, this, this. I don't. There's nothing. Right. I feel bad about there. it because I want to love it. Talented but... man. He just. I don't. The the, the there's he, there's some missing charisma. For there me. there we go. It's the c yeah. word. Yeah. There's some missing c-word charisma. Missing me. charisma, and I feel like he's still wearing his bitterness. Like I still feel. I feel like he's made that part of his character almost. Just let it all go, dude. Let like, it all go. Yeah, move. Like, watch Frozen. You know your wife's got it. Yeah, you do. Uh, you know she has that soundtrack in the car. Well, like, what do you think if if he if they if next week he just terrorizes the whole show? Would that do something for you? That like, might. Yeah, maybe. And I think maybe he needs to turn it up a little yeah, bit. Commit. Yeah, commit. Like yeah. one way or the other. Either yeah. like go of all this nonsense or go full psycho. Right. Like I want to see you crazy. Because right now he's got a he's got a, a a supposedly dangerous old man with him that doesn't seem to help him do anything. I don't know yeah, what that's that, odd, is it? It's fine. Yeah. It looks like he brought his father in law out does. to show him what he does for a living. You know, it's like I, we kept telling him and he didn't get it. So I was like, come to work one day, check it out. Yeah, it's like he's wearing his his uh, Honda salesman polo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe you can get a discount on a used vehicle if he brings him with him. <laughs> I don't know. Also, just no more ten. Ten's done. Ten's yeah, done. Let the ten go. Done. Done with it. Well, and I Hate get. It. I look. I get it. It was the thing that got him like the most over he's ever been. But it's like you can't depend on numbers, dude. You gotta mm. actually like. Yeah, it, and that's what makes it look bitter and troll like and trolley. You know, like you don't need to do that. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. And so, okay, we're going to get into more uh, AEW in a bit. But, Lindsay, before we go to break, your boy, Leo Rush. My good personal friend, Leo Rush. Your professional friend, your best best friend, uh, Leo Rush. He posted the photo, not me. That's all I'm saying, you guys. He posted the photo, not me. You're proud of him? Did you text him? I'm so proud of him. I didn't. I I waited for the DM to come, and it never did. And I was like, rude, Lionel. (laughs) Um, Lindsay, this is a question. Uh, no, I was really pleased for him. I think he is super talented. I think being in WWE is he's someone who has really benefited from being in yes, the system. Absolutely. His work, I saw him on the indies and his work was it's astounding to watch, but it was slightly terrifying. I'm like, oh he's gonna kill someone, oh, if yeah, not himself. Yeah. Um and I think he has benefited from being in WWE and getting a little bit of polish on him. I am so pleased. I think he'll be great at it. I think he is I think he he is something that's gonna be really special. Because he I, yeah. wants it so badly. He wants it really, really, really badly. And I know, like, there's obviously, like, criticisms of some of the stuff. He he said a couple of dumb things, but he also said some things that he has a very good fucking point Not about. Not so dumb. Also, like, he's very young. Yeah. Like, I get the whole, like, pros and young boys and you carry my bag, son, but, like... 
I definitely see if there's a bunch of fans waiting, maybe don't have the little black dude carry the big no. white dude's bags no. in. No, it's mm. not Maybe that's a bad look. It's like, okay, we don't make fun when people lose their job. That was dumb. Yeah, that but was that dumb. was a dumb kid move. Yeah, the back stuff, I'm like, entirely justified. Is he not on the main roster at all anymore, didn't he? Wasn't he, like, uh, He L- was Lashley's Bobby Lashley's, little... Lashley's like, mouthpiece slash partner. He's, yeah, uh, and then very stupid happening at Yeah, because I interviewed okay. them at Mania. That's when I met with them. Mm-hmm. And they were on the interview circuit at Mania. They were clearly being given a push. Um, mm-hmm. They both talked about how they wanted to go for the tag team titles. Bobby talked about how much he loved working with him, how much they'd learned from each other. They were both so into being together. Yeah. And then, obviously, he made a statement about the optics of his behind-the-scenes situation, and he just vanished. Oh, yeah. okay. And yeah, now it seems random. like he served his time, and they're giving him his yeah. moment, which is great. And Lashley is doing that dumb fuck shit. That's what is, not his fault. Well, well, oh, talk about well, it. I don't know no, what's going no, on. No, no, uh, no, 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 Lindsay, no, no. cover your ears, because I, I just... I need earmuffs. I can't bear it. I cannot bear it. What is... What in the world... He Wait a minute, is Lana something are... bad happening on the bad television <laughs> yes. show? Yes, Can something bad's happening it? on the bad television show. Something misogynistic and racist and terrible? Oh, no! Can you All three? believe it? He's Jesus. in a cuckold uh, thing with Lana. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's, Come he's again? In a, he's in a cuck storyline. <laughs> no, no, what is With that? Lana and Rusev. <laughs> are you kidding? No. And, like, this no. week they had, I, I turned it off because, like, this is terrible, and then I flicked it back on, and just in time to see him giving Lana a massage... Literally just him. She was on a table under a blanket in like a spa with candles. He came in and started giving her a massage. She's like, mm, this is so much better than what Rusev used to do. Well, they're like having and them then, make out like for real. Yeah. legit make out. It's what? dark. It is wrong on is, every level. Is Vince writing again? I Vince, Vince loves Cuck story no, but Heyman so too. Heyman fucking loves a cook. Uh, but yeah. like, yeah, let's have the little blonde lady leave her husband for the big black man. I'm like, that's that's healthy. That's a super healthy storyline to put out there. You fucking crazy assholes. I, it was worth it for his reaction, though. It was, I yeah. Do. Not 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 it <laughs> happening, but me mentioning it. Oh my lord! Uh, I never stop and think how awful this show must sound to like it's people real, that are watching. It sounds real bad. It sounds real bad. It sounds like a terrible soap opera. And the thing is, I usually, you know on Twitter trending topics, I usually see the worst things. Uh-huh. So I don't know what the median bad is yeah. right now. That it, There isn't one. It's either glorious or terrible. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's it. There is no in-between. And the things that are fantastic, are, it's getting smaller and smaller and smaller That's and smaller true. every week. It does happen. It does there happen. There are highlights, but yeah. No, no, Slim to none. Slim to none. Oh, what do you think about uh, Rhea Ripley being next in line to take on Shayna? I love it. I, I love, love Rhea. Rhea. <laughs> I, <laughs> we love her. Um, I do love her. Like I love her in a way that could endanger my marriage. It's a problem. But I've um, heard this from many married people. Right? You're fine. But I feel like it's both of us, so it's okay. Yeah. Uh, which is weird. Um, but, <laughs> Go with it. Yeah. Go with I mean, it. just don't question your feelings. Right? It's 2019. Yeah. Everyone's eating ass. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> the catchphrase for 2019. That's the name of this episode. That's everyone. <laughs> everyone's eating ass. Yeah, Julian, you coward. <laughs> do it. Put those on the new pins. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I am really happy to see her in the title picture. What The only thing that makes me anxious about it is that she and Shayna are relatively visually similar. Yeah. And I would have loved a palate cleansing EO Candice. Candice. I'm, I'm whining about I, well, no, yeah. tiny things. Do you know what I mean? I would have loved an EO Candice title 
uh, feud just mm. as a palate cleanser. And I feel like Shayna and Rhea could have fought without the belt. And then, it's going to be a And then give Rhea the belt. But give Rhea the belt forever. I want to see the two of them murder each other in a cage. I've told you this. I have no issues. These are my kinks, and this is what I want out there. <laughs> I need it, you guys. Give it to Kill her. each other in a cage. In a cage. If you've got any thoughts about who should go in a cage, uh, connect with us on Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, and Instagram via the links in our show notes. We will be back after a break to talk about more AEW, NXT, and about a certain heelish SmackDown star up next on Tights and Fights. This is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. It's a podcast that we do as uh, we we are married. And how's the ad going so far? Because I think it's going very good. (laughs) We talk about things we like every week on Wednesdays. One time Rachel talked about pumpernickel bread. It was so tight. You cannot afford to miss her talking about this sweet brown bread. We also talk about music and poems and, you know, weather. There is one. Weather? (laughs) One time Rachel talked about Baby Beluga, the song, for like 14 minutes. And it just really blew my hair back. So So check us out on MaximumFun.org. It's a cool podcast with chill vibes. Amber is the color of our energy, is what all the iTunes reviews say. (laughs) They will now. to Cucks and Fights. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by Lindsay Kelk. Sorry. Uh, Cuckled Eagle. (laughs) AEW kicked off its tag team tournament with the Young Bucks, losing to relative unknowns Private Party. Oh, so what did you think about the match? What do you think about Private Party's debut? I'm I'm into it. I'm very, I liked it, and it was great. I mm-hmm. like yay young bucks for doing this. Yes, one valid criticism that people have had of AEW and that I've noticed as well. Yeah, we we need we need more wrestlers of color, and mm-hmm. we're we're getting some. You know, I heard a really interesting interview with Cody. He was on Pro Wrestling Sheet Radio, and he was talking about some of the ways that they're going to try to make their product of pro wrestling reflective more of like what actual sports look like. And he actually said like. In well, actually, all sports no- is no, sorry. That's what he's saying. No, he's saying in all, all North American sports is mostly dominated by African Americans. He's like, we should have more African Americans featured. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, that's a crazy idea. It can't just be your wife. <laughs> she was also there. He's like, we've done this. My wife is there. That's it. Yeah, that's we, all we he needs to do. But no, that's great. And as long as, like, that's one of those things where it's like, it, it is a valid criticism. There, I do wish that there was more. Um, I'm literally talking while I'm putting on chapstick. I'm disgusting. I'm so impressed. <laughs> that was very well done. Because she didn't just put it on you guys. She had to get it out of her purse. There was a purse within a purse. Yeah. That was stylish. That's a lot of zippers. And you, yeah. y'all didn't hear none of them. Y'all didn't hear none of them zippers. I bet they did. I bet they heard them. Um, but yeah, like that's uh, it is a valid criticism. But there, these are still early days, and it looks like they're trying to make progress on that. And party, private party was great. Yeah, yep. that's yep. Uh, that's this has been my uh, my son's favorite match on AEW so far Ooh. was that one. Yeah, he loves he he loves private party. They seem to be really wanting to throw us curveballs in booking. Yeah, because yeah. you know one would have thought that Young Bucks would at least have been in the finals of the. Tag team tournament, now they're not in it at all. And I can kind of see, okay, so now they have the built-in feud with Santana and Ortiz. But I just wonder, I hope they're not doing stuff like that just to do it. I don't want them to be unpredictable just for unpredictability's sake. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I I think it's... Tropes aren't necessarily terrible. No. And I I think it's smart that you use your 
guys that have notoriety to push the guys that don't. Um, and also, I feel like I talked about this with someone about Kenny, too. And they're like, but why am I not seeing Kenny winning? Why? I, I was excited for AEW because I finally got Kenny on my TV. I'm like, well, but they can pull the trigger on Kenny at any second. Yep. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this. And, and this is part of why I'm, um, I'm concerned, maybe, about some of these booking decisions, too. Um, and, and I'm sitting with a child who this is the only wrestling he's ever seen, right? <laughs> glorious, pure so angel boy. He he doesn't think the Young Bucks are that great because they lost. Yeah. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, to yeah. him, like, wins and losses matter, yeah. like, really incredibly. And then, so, and, and along those same lines, yeah. my son told me that, um, that Orange Cassidy is a better wrestler than Kenny Omega. Because every match Kenny, he's seen Kenny Omega in, he's lost. Yeah, I, but oh, I think that's really yeah. brave of them. I don't think yeah. that's necessarily bad. I think it's dangerous, is what I'm saying. I yeah. think that like there, there's like you're bringing in new fans, right? Because theoretically, yes, you can pull a trigger on Kenny anytime. But if you have a lot of new eyes, is there a stink to losing that yeah. happens? No, you're right. You're right. I, I think it, I, my feeling is just that when they do it, they know he's going to be great, and mm-hmm. they know he can do it. So. They're trying to build up the people. Because also what you don't want to do is put all your emphasis on Cody, Kenny, and the Young Bucks. Yeah, that off. would be a huge mistake. And then you've got no one else once they're out of the pitch. Because then they'd have to be champion forever. Right. Um, yeah, you have to build up the Yeah, and Cody's currently getting the shine. So I think Kenny and the Bucks stand back. Plus they are running the show. Like they're mm-hmm. on the show and running the show. So I think you and, can't and have them on TV all the to, time. To their credit, the fact that they have not made themselves like that. It, but again, that's not something that your son knows. Exactly. Um, and he doesn't need to. All he needs to do is enjoy the show. Right. Also, can we just get like a check in, even if you're not here, of what your son's favorite match of the week? Oh, okay. is? I'll keep it in the in the, yes, in the uh, group chat. I'll, yes, yes, please. please. I'll, I'll post his his reflections. <laughs> I need it. I need it so bad. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right. So, oh, so uh, uh, Rio and Doctor Britt Baker beats Sakura and Priestley in the only women's match of the show. I'm not the hugest fan of Priestley. No, which one's same. which one was Priestley? B Priestley's the kind of gothy. Oh, okay. With she, the black yeah, and green Mortal hair. Comedy looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, again, like I don't really connect. I haven't ever felt a connection with B Priestley, but also I haven't seen that much for TV work. That's so, true. you know, I'm open to it. Again, same complaint here that we're not getting enough women's matches, but again, they're really young. They have a much smaller women's roster. They're still working on it. I know people really want to judge and shout and say, you said you'd be better than WWE. I'm like, they're, they're babies. They're new. They're getting there. So yeah. I'm not going to get mad about it yet. Uh, I'm just going to say I would like to see more women's matches. Uh, I enjoyed this. I love Britt Baker. I really I love, love Britt, Britt Baker. Baker so much. The doctor will see you now. Come on. I'm not a fan. Really? No. I'm not a Britt Baker fan. Oh, I love it. Did I've even turned dentists? around on the mandible claw. Maybe. <laughs> I do. I do. I love the mandible claw. That's exactly. I hate that, it on the that's... fiend, but she should absolutely be doing it. Yeah. She's yeah. a she fucking need, dentist. She needs to have her, her hands in someone's yes. mouth at but some point. I think so I, smart. I would love to see that gimmick be more incorporated with a wrestling style apart like just for me and my optics with a lot not being familiar with a lot of the women on the roster mm-hmm. they a lot of them wrestle the exact same style yeah well a okay. lot of them come from like the same places a lot of yes. them were wrestling in shimmer and in mm-hmm. eve and, and kenny brought in a lot of people yeah shine, from the same yeah, place so. so really like you know rio and and nyla rose are like, they really stand out because they stylistically yeah. work different yeah than a lot of the women on the roster and you know, for Britt Baker, I just I, I'm not seeing a lot that that make you know that sets her aside. Yeah. From the rest yeah. of the roster. Yeah. I I just I 
think she's a great character. I, I think, yeah, she's not the greatest performer mm-hmm. in Ring I've seen ever, but as a whole package of a performer as a person, I want to see more of her. Like, I like her. Yeah, so you super psyched for her uh, for her title shot? I mean, yes and no. Because <laughs> I'm like, I want to see more drama in the title picture, and mm-hmm. I do want to see more women brought in before we start bouncing titles around. Yeah. Uh, and Let I want to see more Nyla, reign. you know, like Nyla and Rio's match, like, it was far and away the best women's match they've put on. I want more of that, please. No, Nyla and Rio was so good. so goddamn good. Yeah. I am I'm in love with I mean this this is not to surprise anybody in that listens to the podcast or that is in this room. I'm in love with Nyla Rose. Oh yeah. She's that's... great. And she that, gives good Twitter. Oh, like she everything gives good everything about her is working for me. Oh, again, just those beauty like those beasts with the face of a beauty. Mm-hmm. Ah, I just I I, <laughs> I love that. Just fucking give me give me the vipers, give me the nylas, give me the nyas, yeah. give me all of them. At once, please. I'll give you my number. Hello. <laughs> Everybody's eating ass. Uh, on a final AEW note, it is such a small moment, did, but did you enjoy Orange Cassidy's brief TV appearance with the best friends? Yes, he's the greatest wrestler of all time, <laughs> as said by Mike's son. Yeah. So. And, and now everything Mike's son says is canon. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, he, I, I, I showed him, because he expressed interest in Orange Cassidy, I showed him uh, Orange Cassidy, like some of his matches on the indies. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of into that. Um, there hasn't been much shown on TV so far. I didn't, you know, that appearance with the best friends is okay. I wish that they would give us a little bit more connective tissue between the best yes. friends and Orange Cassidy. Uh, so here's one of my small things. It's something that Hal has been harping on a lot. It's something I'm thinking that they're going to start working on. I was surprised to see that a lot of buildup for stuff is still happening on Being the Elite. Yes. Mm. Yeah. That is a mistake. Yeah. It's still on YouTube, yeah. You it have to start to putting... You have, start coming over. Yeah, I, I, you can't expect that everyone's going to watch Being the Elite. Like, no. Keep some stuff on it. If you have stuff that's just like funny or supplemental and doesn't have anything to do with like, or or, or just like adds to the show, but not knowing yeah. it doesn't. Storyline needs show, to be on the show. You need to put the, your storyline on your TV. Yeah, because yeah. um, currently we're you know we're watching Dynamite and we're watching AW Dark. Yeah. Every week. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, definitely between the two of those, all the storyline stuff should be present. Yes, 100%. yeah, and it doesn't have to be like I'm not asking for like backstage segments or any of that stuff. Do the same thing you're doing with being the elite, but now you have money and you don't have to shoot it on someone's <laughs> fucking cell phone. I know. So just do the stuff because you're already good at it. Just hire people who can do it yeah. and have them do it the way that you want. And again, being the elite can still happen. Do all the background stuff. Do all the travel stuff. Your comedy stuff. That's do what com- that's for. Yeah, do yeah. all your comedy, but you have to start putting some of that stuff on the main but show. I'm, I'm so down for Orange Cassidy. I'm so into the slow build. I like the tease. Yeah. Because you know, I mean, again, that's partly because we know what we're going to see. We know how good he is. Yeah, that's it. So I'm very into a tease and a slow build. I Maybe don't bring him out until full gear. Mm. Ooh, maybe. Maybe Maybe tease him another couple of weeks and then have him um, debut on the pay-per-view. But... Oh, I can't wait. I want to see him do the dive with his hands in his pockets. I want to see him do the dive with his hands in his fucking pockets. Did you guys see the clip of him doing it PWG at Bolo when he did it out of the opera box? Jesus fucking Christ. He's so, and that's why when fucking Cornette and all these people start talking shit about like, blah, 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 protect the business, do you know how, how talented you have to be to do that and not kill yourself? Do you know how talented you have to be to kip up with your hands in your fucking pockets? He does it because he's amazing, and if he took his hands out of his fucking pockets, he would be the best wrestler in the world. Probably. <laughs> we'll, we'll never know. Um, and Kel, a couple more things. What were your thoughts on NXT's Kushida versus Walter? 
I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, at first, I was like, I don't know. He's huge and he's tiny. What? And then I remembered it's <laughs> wrestling. Um, and then I remember the time I saw Big Show versus Hornswoggle at Madison Square Garden. And I was like, okay. Um, but I went with a friend who doesn't watch it. And he was like, is, is, is he going to fight? him <laughs> yes yeah. uh it was great um i thought it was fantastic at one point i was like it's going on too long and then by the end of it i was like stood up screaming at my tv because uh, i couldn't work out how the match could have a good outcome i'm like who wins this without hurting the other one right because kushida's still new to us and walter is a champion so what happens here but kushida came out of that match looking incredible yes good job time boy yeah it was i thought it was really really great i hard recommend to anyone who isn't watching nxt and wants to see what it's all about do you, also, if you like Back to the Future, yes, he has a puffy jacket and the glasses. He's Marty McFly. If he was a wrestler, it's we're great. talking about Kushida. Yeah, because I don't know who Kushida is. Oh, Kushida's Marty McFly. He's Marty McFly. Basically, okay. you can catch him in his archive in New Japan, right? Ah, New yeah. Japan. Yeah, yeah New Japan. Okay, uh, he's great. I thought it was his best introductory match for NXT. I know he has had yeah. matches and obviously has been undefeated up till now. And even though he did not win this match I thought it was a fantastic showcase for him and it, no and it was great and and you know even with the size thing because she does like the last person I want to see take a Walter chop yep like the yeah. last person so no it, it was a great example of a match of how two differing styles can actually come together to present a fantastic match very nice okay and then finally you know we gotta talk about this because we're very psyched good thing good thing happening on the bad shows Yay! Bailey is the new SmackDown Women's Champion, but that great. Uh, what's most <laughs> important is that she either cut her her or she got a wig. Um, mm. It's amazing. She got rid of the ponytail. She's got a sassy. Can I speak to the manager, Bob? Oh boy! Yeah. And it's darker too. It's darker. That's that's been mm-hmm. dyed. If it's hair, it's been dyed. If it's a wig, it's it's a darker wig. Yeah. First of all, we have to talk about the fucking gear. We have to talk. I knew you were gonna say the gear. The <laughs> we gear. have to talk about the gear. Her gear is full-on trolling Cody, and I love it. So for background... Um, oh, that's right. I yeah. remember Cody talked some shit about her. He, he talked some, some shit. shit about Pam. He said that they didn't need a fake nice person. Yeah, like, oh, well, uh, what was it? It was like, Kylie. Kylie's great, and she doesn't need, like, tube men or someone fake nice. Somebody was sent to Chicago to interview Kylie, and, uh, man, I what a ball of emotion. And what, that's... That's what we wanted, someone passionate, and she's not like, you know, wacky inflatable tube men pretending to be nice. She's actually, well, come on, guys. Come on. So, Bailey comes out in gear, which is clearly AEW inspired. Black and gold. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Oh, not also, even. Not me, even. Not, like, only black and gold. It is. But a, yes, black and gold. Sorry, podcast listeners. You've already. But I have to show Mike this because it's the best fucking thing in the Description world. Description for people <laughs> listening at home. Danielle yeah, it's fine. You've already seen looking it. Looking for a photo of Bailey's gear on her phone. Look at this. Look at that. Look at how. Oh my god. It's so blatant. It's like the font. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And damn. Right after this, she kills all these tube men. Oh, she shit. fucking slices she's them. Coming, she's coming the for your bodies. hearts. She's yeah. co- oh my god. Oh, she, she is not here cry. to fuck around. She is like, she made a child cry. bring me Izzy. Oh, That's yeah. going to be the next command. Oh, no, she's going to eat Izzy. She's going to eat Izzy. Oh no. She's going to murder her to death. Yeah, someone posted a video of their kid crying. 
Oh. oh, I saw that little boy. Yeah. Oh. So she, yeah. <laughs> no, it was really sad, was but really it was sad. pretty great. So she, yeah, she comes out to her song. She's looking like that. The song is playing, her original theme song. She just starts murdering, murdering. What did she use to murder the deflatable? Tube? I don't like know. A, it was like a stick, like a, like a stick, like a hoe? Yeah, it was like a kendo stick, but with a blade on each side. Oh it was like a, yeah, it was yeah. like a tiny, very sharp axe. It was, it, was it was violent. Yeah. Um, it was great. It, it, the gif of it is amazing because there's one that she murdered and it like falls on her and she's just stone faced in and they're jacked while it like slips off of her and it's like. Oh my. Oh, yeah. That yeah. sounds awesome. It was per- that, that was one of those moments that you cannot plan or time. Is she, it was so beautiful. Um, still with Sasha? Yes. Yes. Now, are they on the same show? Yes. They're both on SmackDown. They've been drafting people for like five fucking months. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a long the draft, draft it sounds like. I believe they're both drafted to SmackDown. Yeah. Um, would, yeah. So it was it was amazing. It was a perfect moment. She beat the shit out of she, Like she beat Charlotte, which was great. Um, and now she has the championship again. Uh, and yeah, and Sasha also has, it's not as blatant as Bailey's, but she also has slightly AEW inspired gear as well. Not again, not as blatant. It's just like that one is just like it's gold and it's black and a little bit of white and it's great. Bailey's is just a troll. Yeah, Bailey's like, like, hey, hey, Cody. Hey, Cody. That's awesome. What'd you say about my wacky tube men slash slash bitch? Yeah, I was so happy with it. Everything about it. It was so great. Oh, and then, okay, and now we have to listen. After she beat Charlotte, (laughs) this is what she said. Hey, bitches. Oh, shit. I felt that like, I felt that like Jericho's shit. Holy cow. My, uh, oh man, I, I did something to the inside of me. All of you. Hey. And bitches. now they want to cheer. Hey. Now they want to cheer. Now you want to cheer. Hey, bitches. Hey, bitches. Damn. Uh huh. It was so great. It, it was so all great. All this is just like further proof that, you know, a lot of the stuff in WWE is not good, but the women across the board I feel like are doing great work yeah yeah. It's actually like, yeah no the women are the only really pretty much good. the only thing keeping me like when that I'll watch on a consistent basis yeah that's the major thing that keeps me like when I watch it's just for women's yeah. matches now I'm gonna watch Becky and I'm gonna watch the <sighs> Kabuki Warriors I, the name that, is so what? bad but yeah. so the great. name makes me angry but they gave Asuka green mist and it's fucking yeah dope. and they're kind oh. of heelish and wonderful now which I love do they win they yeah. win their champions. Okay. Oh, good. Great. They're tag team champions. Oh, they beat the Wonderful. fuck out of people. Oh, nice. Yeah, That's they good. spit green in their face. Kyrie wears her belt in a funny way. Everything's fantastic. They speak in Japanese. Yeah. Because they're, oh, ma- oh, they're making fun of everyone. God, it's amazing. They read people in Japanese. So oh, they're just coming out and they're just like fucking. And it, I, I said it on the last episode um, that y'all weren't here to listen to my brilliance. Um, but it's one of those things where I know, it, like, some people on Twitter are bothered by it. But for me, it's like I compared it to opera where it's like you don't need to know Italian, no. it's the delivery. People are mad. Some people, dumb oh, people. Okay. We know who. Most good people who, know who. We know who's mad about not them speaking in a language that is not English. But it is. It's Jack Swagger. <laughs> uh, but God damn it. Specifically, <laughs> Jack Magger. Um, <laughs> but no, they're, they're so great. And Becky's doing great work. I will, I do have to give a straight up shout out to Charlotte that her sell and being pinned the last couple of times has been amazing like she has this little moment she's done it twice which is like you shouldn't do it twice but the first time was amazing the second time like you did the same thing yeah, but she like turns. because she's getting rolled up and it was a sneaky pin but then she pops up and she looks so shocked but she has a look on her face it's like shocked but also like oh you fucking got me okay and she is her facials right now are just fucking great small divergent 
I don't know who's doing her fillers, but well fucking done. Oh, Matt, What's see, I'm so torn because on one angle, so she's, I, we are going to posit that Charlotte has had some work done on her face. Oh. Aesthetic work. Look, her mouth bigger. There's nothing. Her mouth her is mouth, bigger. Her, mouth her lips are bigger her or her mouth is bigger? Her lips are bigger. Her lips are bigger. And I would also say. She's had some cheek stuff probably. From my professional opinion as a beauty Botox. person. Full coverage. Um, <laughs> she's definitely had some Botox. I think she may have had the Botox lip flip where they inject Botox above your top yeah. lip and it turns your lip inside out. Here's to make it look fuller. Is that not. Dangerous if you're gonna get punched in the face a lot. No, 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 not Botox no, no, no. or filler really, because filler is very much. It's usually a form of hyaluronic acid which exists in the skin anyway. Gotcha. Yeah, and it's so already it's fine. It, it, and your body absorbs it over time. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like a silicone, thing that can pop God. or bust or anything. It's okay. just stuff. Uh, I think she's also had filler in her marionette lines and lines yeah. around her mouth because that looks a little fuller. But it's so confusing because from some angles she looks stunning, and then from other angles she's going up a bit pillow faced, and. If it makes you happy, it makes you happy, and you should absolutely do whatever you want to do. The thing that weirds me out about this is that there are still so many women in wrestling who are having a lot of aesthetic work done because they think they have to. Mm. Yeah, are we still breeding a me. culture where you think that's required? Yeah, for me, it's definitely like, get some shit done. Because Lord knows, when I stop looking 20-ish... It will never I'm happen. I get Botox. Done. I'm saying this is someone... I get Botox, and I have lip filler, too. So I am like, you do you. Yeah. But... I just I hate do it the idea you. of a culture where it's being yes mm. yes that's what I'm where you feel to like say. you got to do that to get yes. the push exactly Danielle I've seen pictures of you when you were like 16 you're never gonna age a day this is you this is you <laughs> it's never happening this is it that picture was me at 13 <laughs> that was me at 13 years old I, sh- I will have you if you're talking about the one with the braids 13 um, I'm going to look like this for Ed there's a picture of yeah, me that's aging it. in a basement somewhere sure. <laughs> never find it never find it um, but yeah but I mean obviously the most important injectable that she's getting is that Andrade D and I do want to give a shout out to Zelina for her fantastic that was so good the four horse faces and then she apologized to Andrade I was like I'm sorry I meant horse women and he kind of went it's okay it's okay and I'm like no he, I love that yeah I he had a little moment. moment yeah I like yeah. when those little I acknowledge it. It's fine. Man, they are so fucking in love. Let us know about your thoughts about everything. Love, cucks, uh, all of it. (laughs) Mike's son. (laughs) (laughs) Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links to all of those are in the show notes. When we come back, we've got some things from the wrestling world that you should know about. That's up next on Tights and Fights. I listen to reading glasses because Bria and Mallory have great tips. My suggestion for book festivals is just go for one day. I listen for the author interviews. I was a huge Goosebumps fan. Oh, yes. (laughs) R.L. Stein was totally my jam. I don't even read. I just like their chemistry together. Literally, if on the bag it said, like, this book made me shit my pants, I'd be like, that's, I'm buying this book. Like, like, I think the problem with blurbs a lot of times. I like that we both want to crap ourselves (laughs) over books. I'm Bria Grant. And I'm Mallory O'Mara. We're Reading Glasses, and we solve all your bookish problems every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. Welcome back to Tyson Bites. I'm Danielle Radford, and I'm joined today by... Lindsay Hill. And... Michael Hugo. This week, we're going to end the show by sharing some of the joy of wrestling with you. This is The Three Count. <laughs> And so, Mike, I think you've already shared all of the wrestling that you've watched this week with Yeah, because I've only watched one show. 
yeah, it's the only one. Really. That's how oh, I feel. Is it, it's does it great. Feel good? It's does it wonderful. Feel nice? I, I watched. Uh, no, I watched Power too, but I haven't watched it this week. That's. We'll talk about Power in a second. Yep. Um, Julian. Julian would like to put something over. Oh, speaking of too much wrestling shows, I want to put over another one in case you don't have enough. There's never enough. Yeah, it's <laughs> called, and it's and this one's only an hour. It's uh, Wow Women of Wrestling. It's on Access on Saturdays, I believe. It is really, really good. You will see friend of the pod, Sarah the Rebel there, and she plays Razor. Uh, You can watch Tessa Blanchard, who's their champion. So if you want to see more Tessa and you don't really want to watch her in Impact or anything like that and all of the... Although you should watch her in Impact. Yeah, she's doing great work over there. I know Impact. Again, she fought for the title, you guys. Get into it. Oh my God, the beast. Oh my God, I met the beast (gasps) in person on Saturday at LA Comic Con. Uh, Seeing her wrestle live... Is like you gain an appreciation for her style. Because... I almost just said something really creepy. <laughs> go on, then go on, say it. Say it, say it, say it, say it. How good did her hair smell? I did not go for that. My was Julian. How did that woman's hair smell? I know that she was wonderful, and hope she said that she is down to do the show in that really nice Yay! way of like in that she really won't. nice way of. I don't know when she's going to, but she's also very busy. She's trained to be a firefighter. Like Whoa. real life, trained wow. to be a firefighter. She's, she could do the carry. Yes. She's, yeah, I believe it. Amazing. So go watch Wow Saturdays on Access. Really, really worth your time. I promise. Kelk, what do you got for us? I have um, I, I have so many. I had none, and now my brain is like the picture of the Undertaker eating at Nando's, or like <laughs> Renee screaming, "I got that Fox money into the camera backstage," which was fantastic. Who said that? Renee. That's Somebody was bitching out Renee for being a shitty commentator, and she leaned into the camera and was like, "What do I care? I already got fired from that job. Now I got all that Fox money." <laughs> it was fantastic. Did they? So, oh, sorry, real quick before you. Yes. Did they do that? They did that backstage show yesterday? It's an FS1, yeah. Yeah, so they have a backstage show and then they have a show called The Bump. So that's, is that the one Renee hosts, a backstage show? Yes. Yeah. What was that like? I have not watched it I yet. I haven't watched I it see. yet. I have okay. only watched her screaming I got that fox money, which I was into. So yeah, it's fine. I'm into it. Uh, but what I'm actually going to put over is a video by a Twitter user, uh, Derek Clark, at Mr. Clarkefella. I see what he's done <laughs> there. Uh, <laughs> and it is a video um, honoring our sadly fallen brethren, the Bailey Buddies. Uh, it's very beautiful. I urge you all to go and watch it and just dare you not to have a tear in your eye afterwards. Julian, take it away. I think we don't can play like five seconds of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, rights, people own this. Okay, that's it. That's all we can play, Julian. <laughs> <laughs> also, just for the emotional well-being of our listeners. Some yeah. people are driving. They can't deal with those feelings. You can't feelings. deal with them. Yeah, go watch it. It's a really, really well put together. But in a safe <laughs> space, in your own home, around soft things that you love. <laughs> All right, as for me, I am putting over, like, all of NWA power. And I know we're all cranky because the the cornet of it all or whatever. Billy Corgan put his fucking foot in it. That's a good saying. That's a black saying that means you did a good job. He... (laughs) I forget Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. As the only white here. I'm sorry, Kel. And I'm so white, you guys. (laughs) I've tried. It's nothing. Um, It is... It is... Good old-fashioned studio wrestling with a lot of wrestlers that you like. Um, go, go check it out. It is worth your time. It is so, it is so uh, anachronistic while also feeling really postmodern. It hits me in the same place that Southpaw hit me. I think just in terms of like those two things um, combining. And they know what they're doing. Like, the, the wrestling is good, but they also... They, it's with a, a bit of a nod and a wink, I think. Cornette would disagree, but I think they're not doing it with his permission. So, Ricky Sparks, 
did a great video uh, or a great promo on there, and so because um, that's the thing that I have. So uh, here we go. Do the. Tell all the people here and around the world watching, what are your goals here in the National Wrestling Alliance? I got a lot of goals, and I'm not going to pinpoint myself to just one or two. I can go for the world's title, baby. I can go for the national title if I want to. But guess what? Ricky ain't about just taking titles. I'm about taking this up to another level that you've never seen before, okay? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. People, men, men call me absolute Ricky Starks. The ladies call me Stroke Daddy. Whoa. <laughs> And I'm so glad that finally I get the platform that I have been needing. Actually, it's not that I needed it, Marquez. It's that God just didn't have it in the plans just yet. And I know everybody out there is watching. They say, man, Ricky, you're really attractive. You're really, you're really sexy. And I know that you... Did you hear that? Marquez, somebody said, you nobody I, says I know that you wish you could be like me. And even though you can't, that's okay. I won't judge you any differently. All right? Listen to that old school fucking style promo. That's amazing. His face kind of reminds me of The Rock too. Like a, oh he looks yeah, like a slightly shorter and smaller Rock. I could see that for sure. Yeah. So and again, and there are other there are people on there that like not everyone's doing a throwback or whatever, but it's just it's really interesting to see. And I think I mean obviously it just sometimes with all of the great wonderful wrestling that we get to see. Um, it all kind of runs together because a lot of the kind of visual tricks and tropes, it's a certain storytelling style. Yeah. And a lot of them tend to look more similar than different. I think Lucha was the last thing that looked truly, truly different until now. Yeah. This doesn't look like any other fucking wrestling that's out there right now. And I think that that makes it worth your attention until I find out something terrible that the fucking owner did or said or whatever. That's it from this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Mike Eagle and Lindsay Kelk, along with me, Danielle Radford. Hey guys, plug your shit. Yay, shit. We have stuff. Mm-hmm. Your books. second book just came out. What? The second Sanders and Sparks book just came out. Yay. That's awesome. uh, it's called Fairies in the Forest. Yeah. It's hilarious. There's a bear called Frank, and he's he's great. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny. It's like, Please read it. Yay. I'm in. Yeah, go read it. Uh, what you doing, Michael? Uh, I got shows. Yeah, uh, I got solo gigs in Madison and Chicago and uh, Twin Cities coming up at the top of November. And then we're doing a new Negroes tour that goes to uh, goes to D.C., Philly, New York, and then West Coast. It goes from, why can't I remember, Seattle, Portland, Santa Cruz, and Oakland. Oh, very nice. Mm. Tell video, Dave, that we all say hi. We will. <laughs> um, our produ- Oh, for me, uh, again, just as usual, watch all of the Honest Trailers because that's how I get paid. I also usually host on Mondays and Tuesdays in the morning on the Fandom Channel, our SJU. Uh, I'm on the panels on Thursday. Sometimes I'm hosting, sometimes I'm not. Oh, I have something coming up. I think it's going to be really fucking cool, and I will give y'all some deets. Our producer, Julian Burrell, would like to thank WOW superheroes Samantha Smart, The Beast, Chainsaw, and Dixie Darlins for being really nice at LA Comic Con. All you have to do to get a mention on this podcast is be nice to Julian. <laughs> it's literally it. Together. I mean, he's going to take some shit from us for it, but you, you can get a mention. It's a cross that I bear proudly. <laughs> With them big ass arms. You know, 
It's a, it's a heavy cross, but that now man, that we man's know got the why. To do it. Yeah. A long game. <laughs> That's a, he's not been doing CrossFit. He's been doing CrossFit. <laughs> um, <laughs> boom. That's why I write. Senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is also the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links to all of those are in our show notes. If you love what we do, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all of your buds. Thank you so much to all the Max Fun members who make this show possible. We'll be back next week with more, you guessed it, wrestling. Everybody eating ass now. Everybody eating ass. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.